Exactly. I'm using So, you really want to know what women do, say go. and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She said what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to She Said What? And of course, it's your new, your host, Alan Newman Jr. I'm looking forward to today's episode. But before we get into that, into the host, my guest that I brought with us on today, um, if you are a business owner or entrepreneur looking for the right network to air your services or products, I have just a place for you. Send your inquiry to ads at he said what network.com and we'll hook you up and tell our global listeners all about what you have to offer. Now, if you are listening into the show or either live streaming, you can dial in at 515-602-9647. Press the number 1 if you have a question or if you want to engage with us. If you are live streaming at he said what network.com, you can type in the chat board your question or your response to whatever um, we're talking about on today. Now, without further um, ado, I have Ms. Yvette, who will be with me on tonight as we talk about in the lifestyle aspect for women, women being the breadwinners. So I'm looking forward to get this conversation going. I know her profession, her um, perspective is going to be enlightening and interesting. Ms. Yvette, how are you doing on this Wednesday? Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. I am doing good on this hump day. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hopefully this hump day wasn't too bad for you. It was a pretty good one for me. I'm getting close to wrapping it up, of course, but I feel like there's no better way than to wrap it up with you as my guest as we talk on this very hot fire topic with a lot of people in regards to women being the breadwinner. So I'm looking forward to hearing all right, your all right. opinion on this. So I already told you how we're going to do it. We're going to be raw. We're going to be honest and have some fun. So as we get ready to kind of focus on this whole aspect of women being the breadwinners, do you believe that women should be breadwinners? And if so, why do you believe so? And if not, why do you believe they shouldn't be? Coming from a dynamic, how you can say, a, a background with both experiences, mm-hmm. me personally going forward, I would not want to be the breadwinner, I'm saying that, but it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. possible. But it's all about their relationship agreement, I'm mm-hmm. being honest. Okay. And we can go you into it a little fun. bit further, why, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, so then for you, since you've already said um, it wouldn't be for you, what are the, what are the, the, some, of the, some of the dynamics that would have you not be interested in doing that, especially when you look at how in today's society, how with job flow and stuff like that, it does tend to lean towards women being paid more than men in some aspects. So for you, why would it be like a no-go for you? Right. In certain aspects, women are, their pay is, is steadily raising. In certain aspects, we're still struggling to meet where mm-hmm. men are in the professional realm. It, it just all depends. But mm-hmm. while I would be against it, you're asking? Yes, ma'am. 
for you? Since well, you for, said it's not for something you For my personal experience and being real, you said we're being raw. For my personal experience, mm-hmm. depending on the man, he has to be mature enough to uh, uh, to not get offended or get in his feelings or have any type of jealousy of her having the uh, the money more or handling the finances more. You know, I've experienced mm-hmm. the jealousy in that. I've experienced uh, someone feeling like a lesser than. He had issues of, of like, his ego was not intact uh, when I mm-hmm. had that experience in, in a phase of my life. So mm-hmm. that's the reason mm-hmm. why going forward, he, yeah, he would have to be a confident male in that to uh, allow a woman to be the breadwinner. And I say allow, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm being funny. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lightly using that allow word. And so we're like, what do you mean allow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lightly using that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that, yeah. that, that makes sense. So, okay, being with that, with that perspective for you, let's say you do run into an individual because sometimes we look at people and we're like, well, the breadwinner is just someone who makes more. But you have some people who you make – you may make less, but you are financially mature enough that you're able to make that work um, with the, fi- the funds you have. Um, if you are dealing with someone, and let's say he's realistic, he's like, hey, Yvette, I'm feeling you. I want to get to know you. Um, and you, you guys, the vibes are there. You're hitting it off. And then you find out, hey, it's not a big deal for him to not make more money than you because he knows how to make his money work. So, would it be a mm-hmm. would it be an issue to you if he's like you know what you bet I don't really care that you make X amount of dollars we're a team this is what I make I know how I, how financially literate I am and I can make this money work um, with or without the additional income you have I just want to have you in my life and make that work um, would right that if make he's strong in his manhood hesitant? yeah yeah so would would that be like you know what I'm cool with this like he's literally like you know what I don't really care it is what it is. Um, if I struggle, you got my back, but it's not something I'm going to hold over your head. Like, oh, like you said, most men, if you're not financial, if you're not mature in your mindset, you'll be quick to be offended and say, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. There's no way no woman's going to make more money than me. Right. They're resentful. Um, if he is, like, say, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. Um, mm-hmm. I know someone who was married to, to a great, phenomenal husband. You know, it's just he didn't work. He had a seasonal job. So on the times where he didn't work because, you know, he was doing maybe like uh, chef work, dealing with the cruise ships and things of that nature, but he would take mm-hmm. care of the home. He would take care of the preparation of the meals. And her job was to go out, of course, and um, she was more career. She would travel on the road. So um, mm-hmm. he would make sure that the house is maintained while she's not there. And when she came home, there was food that, you know, had had been made, the house would be clean, the yard would be kept, and that instant it worked. The only reason why it did not work was in his downtime he had other things to do. Got it? But other than mm-hmm. that, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked as far as her being the breadwinner, and she didn't see him as a lesser than, and there were no ego issues between the two of them regarding that either. Um, it was just the fact that on his downtime, he did not choose it to invest in their marriage. He chose to invest it elsewhere. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, that can definitely that can definitely throw a wrench in a in a relationship. Um, definitely in that aspect. 
Uh, well, then, in regards to that, since we're talking about kind of that wavelength right now, do you believe a woman can be a breadwinner and still allow the man to be, quote, unquote, the head of the house? Or do you feel like if a woman is a bread, the breadwinner, that it should probably be right, then equality should be right down the middle. It shouldn't be this person's over the house. It should just be like it's equal across the board. It should be equal, but because of black women, well, how much we've endured over time and for generation after generation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Things like property, my this, my that, in the heat of the moment. It should be, but it's very difficult. And it takes two strong individuals, and once again, going back to these relationship agreements, to set that, mm-hmm. you know, those those rules and, and whatnot, and things we won't say in the heat of the moment. But for black mm-hmm. women that I've come across who, who do make more than their partners, um, it's been a difficult thing to do. Mm, okay, okay. And for the ones that you came across with the with it being difficult, from your opinion, from like being the outside looking in, what do you think is a major major issue with it being difficult? I know from my expect, I would just say the major issue will probably just have to be dealing with the man's ego. Yeah, and that too, and um, people. I don't know. It's just a, maybe we get older and you be like, okay, your house, this our house. You know, people start. Saying my this, my that, because they spent their money and doing. You know what I mean? If this is mm-hmm. we talk about marriage situations, we're not talking about we getting together, shacking up, or mm-hmm. we're you know we're mm-hmm. not. You know what I mean? It's not us boyfriend and girlfriend. Because for me, I mm-hmm. I would not uh, I would not tell any woman out here right now to do that as a boyfriend and girlfriend situation because you you mm-hmm. have the law backing you. You know, being the breadwinner mm-hmm. if something goes awry. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but and, the, and looking out. Seriously, it's always ego, mm-hmm. and it's always um, is that not just the word entitlement or something? You know, it could be some entitlement stuff and, and the jealousy. That's the main thing. It, okay. it, they okay. get quick to get put out of their own stuff too. You know, you don't pay ah, no bills up here. <laughs> that that is you can get out. True. I bought this chair. I bought this what? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I, I kind of want to sit there because you did say, um, I know you mentioned a couple of times just with the struggle for how our black women have had to kind of be the anchor. So do you believe it's a cultural thing in regards to how we look at who the breadwinner is and how we interact with them? Do you think that's a cultural thing? Because I know what what you're talking about is something that we as black people run into a lot, especially when it comes into someone's making more than the other, someone's saying this is mine, this isn't yours. Do, do you believe that's something that's a cultural thing that we deal with or something that across the board, no matter the culture, everyone deals with that issue when it comes to being a breadwinner? More so in our culture, just people of color. But then, you you know, mm-hmm. if you – women who are strong-minded and eat and able to carry that, um, carry that responsibility as being the breadwinner, and for some it mm-hmm. might be easy-peasy, others it's like – oh, my God, I wish, you know, Ronald would just make more so I can just ease up a little bit. You know, they're hoping that Mm -hmm. he makes more Mm -hmm. so she can just ease up because they've been going at it for so long. That's women of any color. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then then let's say you are the breadwinner. So you're making the most. You're bringing the money to cover 
majority of the bills, would you be fine with the fact that he is covering everything else? So let's say you're covering rent or whatever, but he, he's carrying his own. Uh, he's definitely one of those. He's helping around the house. He's making sure that you're not doing too much. If you guys have kids, he's making the effort to make sure that he's the one on the front lines, making sure the kids are good, making sure the house is good, making sure that you are good, um, not just um, mentally, but emotionally, spiritually, sexually. He's, he's covering all those basics and he's still contributing as well with his finances. Um, I got one better. Yourself? Okay. What you got? I got one even better. I, I say, for instance, I'm thinking, you know, say, for instance, uh, if he's able to pay even the rent or the mortgage, got it? And that mm-hmm. that may not be the biggest bill, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And I take True. care of my children you get it? And I take care of this mm-hmm. bill, that bill, but it's still it's going to equal more than the mortgage. But for, here we go with the ego again, and for F's sake, get it? Him, allowing mm-hmm. him being the man and whatever, okay, let him pay for the roof of our head and maybe the insurance. And I cover everything else. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. If that was the scenario that was presented to me. I would not say, oh no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn that down. But that's not what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. I'm just saying. We just giving out examples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got you. I got you. Because, because one, one thing I, I want to let the viewers know, and for those who are listening today, we're talking about women being breadwinners. Um, and I'm speaking with Yvette on this topic today. Um, if you are listening via phone. Press the number one. If you are listening online and you want to ask a question or create dialogue with us, dial 515-602-9647. Press the number one. If you are on the hesaidwhatnetwork.com, put your comment or question in, in the comment section, and I'll read them over to her so she can give you her perspective. Um, I just I know one of the biggest issues that it's been when it comes to being a breadwinner, um, especially in our society as black men, it's been the issue as well. My concern is, and like you said, you don't want to get kicked out if you get in an argument. You don't want to hear this. This is mine. I earn. This is not yours. However, mm-hmm. if you are married, we we try and look at marriage as a partnership. We every time every time you hear people talk about marriage, it's like you know what? It's not mine and what's yours. It's what's ours. So when you're dealing with being in a the breadwinner. Do you believe, however, and I'm, I'm going to make this specifically for black people at this moment, do you think we as a people frown when it comes to a woman being a breadwinner at the thought of mm. that? So do you feel, do you feel like, and I, and I would want to kind of act it from a, what the women's perspective are. As a black woman, do you think other black women frown at that notion of being a, knowing someone who is a breadwinner in their relationship, or do you think that black women are like, you know what, it's it's okay, it doesn't matter, because when, like you said, when you're missing the struggle and what black women have had to deal with, it could probably make you not as forthcoming as to want to be a part of that kind of dynamic. Yeah, uh, if you're married, nobody go, knows what goes on in your monthly transactions in your bank account unless you get to talking to your friends and your relatives and mm-hmm. and they automatically know what you're making. They're just automatically going to assume, you know, oh, Sharon's paying the da-da-da-da-da, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're automatically going to assume that she's the one that's taking care of the load. So that 
is one of the probably the main reasons why um we get maybe you know looked at and the side eye and all that because those type of conversations do happen um mm-hmm. you know where our business gets known by our girlfriends and our friends and our relatives because we've seen our grandfathers or whomever um take care of the family you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're gonna sit here and take care of this man, you know, that's the conversation that happens. Okay. You know what? Hold it right there because just, you just said a key thing. You said you're the one taking care of this man. So at, if we're in a partnership, we're taking care of each other if we're working as a team. Now, one thing, let's be realistic. In today's society, a lot of people run their mouth about what goes on in their house to their friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that throws, throws a monkey wrench into stuff. As soon as you mm-hmm. hear that your homegirl Barbara is sitting here paying for such and such, Barbara may not tell you what he's doing. All she's going to tell you about what she's doing, not giving you the, both mm-hmm. sides of the story. And now you kind of judge without knowing the whole story, and now you're attacking this guy's manhood, not knowing they have a whole agreement on what's going on. Do, do you right. feel like do you feel like with black women and fellas, I'm going to come to y'all too because I have, I have something I want to have her answer in regards to us. Do you feel like black women are too comfortable though with per se putting their significant other under the bus if they feel like he's not carrying the weight financially? Or do you think that's attributes to if other stuff are not being covered? If I'm not being covered mentally, emotionally, um, physically, sexually, would that lead to that? Yeah, because usually it has to be something that – it depends on the woman, though. You know, I can't speak for every woman mm-hmm. in, in the country. But usually a woman does mm-hmm. not open her mouth until she's fed the F up. You know, some women just, just mm-hmm. run their mouth just like men. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when they start getting into the, the tech, the, the real fine line and personal, personal, personal stuff like that, she either mm-hmm. is fed up or or something is going on. You know, there had to be something to trigger those types of conversations. Um, to share that much mm-hmm. intimate details if it's something that is supposed to be shared with the two of them and not for everyone else to know. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. and it, especially if you have a family that is going to guilt you and shame you for it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you have a family exactly. that supports it because they love him and they don't care because they know that he's rubbing your bunions when you get out of work and he's making food, he's babysitting <laughs> the kids, and he's helping mm-hmm. you with your student loan, you know, whatever, but he's just not making mm-hmm. just as much, then you may have that tribe that supports you, you know. They're all mm-hmm. pretty sure mm-hmm. that does happen. It's just when you don't have the support and it's something that she's just irked about where it gets to be like a problem. Okay, okay. I, I I see that. I see that perspective and, and I, I agree with that. I can I can rock with that perspective. So when when we're looking at this and I'm I'm gonna throw kind of a monkey um wrench into this conversation. So if we're if we're looking at that, you know how I feel like in today's society everyone is becoming more and more open about being in a, a polyamorous relationship. So Absolutely. I've seen I've seen a couple of takes where they've shown um, a lot of women, a lot of our sisters, um, who have opened their roles to being with having multiple men in their relationship. So, with that being said, how do you feel if it would be you as a young lady? Let's say you found two, two, three, or whatever the number of men that you bring it um, on. Was like you, you know what? <laughs> 
you know what? I think I want this dynamic. Reno, Let's Reno, I'm work. like, bring it on. But go ahead. I'll let you finish. <laughs> what, what would it be to you if with each individual person, they make less than you, but combined they make more or the same? Would you be open to being considered the breadwinner, or would you expect their combined monetary income to subsidize that and they be the breadwinner? And are we in the same less, house? You're in the same house. You're you're we're, we're looking at it as oh Polly. You're in the same house. You're in the same house. When, okay. Same house. A live-in power situation. Okay, okay. Exactly. Let's say um, Mr. Number 1 makes 50 a year, Mr. Number 2 makes 60 um, a year, and let's say you over there, you making you making 80, 90, and y'all living okay. together. Like, do, it could go either way expect... because I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. You're good. No, I, I, it could go either way because I've seen where I know exactly what you're talking about, but I've seen it in reverse. But what they're doing is coming mm-hmm. together to build their finances together um, and making mm-hmm. a community. I've seen that. Um, I haven't seen the outcome of how well it works just yet because I haven't, you know, asked for any feedback. It could go mm-hmm. that way or having them at least meet her at where she is as the breadwinner. You know, or all like you said, all three of them combined meeting her there. Because say, for instance, I'm a millionaire. I'm not meeting mm-hmm. no millionaire dudes. Okay, they're just for whatever reason right. they're getting yeah. imported to Atlanta, and it happens. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't my I haven't found my Nigerian my king. Uh, you know, I haven't found him, so I have to break them into bits. So I get you. Okay, so <laughs> we all decide to get into a living, you know, like you said, a, a poly situation. It is possible, like you said, one guy made 50, one guy makes 75, one guy that I don't see what's the problem. You know, and I'm a millionaire, I don't see what's the problem. You get what I mean? Or if my income is at least one of theirs, meets one of theirs, that that would be great. And we do businesses together or something, you know, it's about building that sense of community. Oh my God, I love this. But yeah, okay, let's make this happen. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. See now I love that. So the key word that I just got out out of what you just said, you was like, you know, we can make it work. Your income with my income. Bip bam, thank you, man. We got this. Let's go ahead and rock. Yada yada yada. So let's transfer. Because it's three of y'all. This. And three doing... is like one of my life path numbers, Mr. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it's a perfect it's a perfect storm for you. So it's a perfect storm mm-hmm. for you um, in more ways than one. So then let's transfer it back then to you are just dealing with one person because the key thing you said with the three is we're a part we're cut we're a team and we're putting it together. So what changes that dynamic when it's just a party of two and we're putting our income together? Oh, I think aha, you should have known I was going to come and do that. So you're saying I'm making seventy five. And, okay, we're going to throw it out there. You're a millionaire. But if we put our collective income together, we both making it pretty good together. So would you still feel that same way, or do you feel still feel like he may still need to either be able to match your income level or supersede it? Being a, for the top, there's a lot of top-tier women in Atlanta, and I'm pretty sure they are not 
dating men in their income bracket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 So it, it, it happens. So I can't say no, okay, no, uh-uh. You know what I mean? I can't say no, but what makes it different? I, 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 I'm just... You know what? Let me flip it. Let me flip it. Let me flip it either. What would you do? What would you do? We're not about to do this. Nah, I can't say no. What would that do? Alan. What would Yvette I'm do? Trying no, to... ma'am. Okay, I'm, I'm going uh-huh. to give you the PG-13 version. What's the difference? Okay. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I need it rated R, NR. We need it raw. No, ma'am. Okay. No, ma'am. What would There's Yvette do? There's more dick <laughs> in the three. There's only one. <laughs> so with that dick energy, that masculinity, I may be not thinking about the money as much, you know, with that. But it's going to be mm-hmm. more money with the three than the one. But I get what you're saying. I, I'm being, I'm, I'm. That's the part I was looking at. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's that's what I want to hear. If that if that's how that's working, that's perfect. Yeah, don't come over here talking. About, Let me give you the PG thirteen. But no, okay. Man. I was wondering no, if that's the raw version. So we down from three dicks to one. And I'm gonna be okay. Okay, I I would definitely consider. I would because you never know what could happen. You know, you never know what could happen mm-hmm. for goddess that here. I may end up one day being that top tier woman, um, and I'm out here in Atlanta. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I would definitely have to consider that, and then we work on a business together. You know. Okay. So we can have okay. that combined okay. income. I'm not in opposition of that, yeah. All right. First of all, fellas, if you notice, she said Atlanta quite a few times. So for my fellas who are in Atlanta and the surrounding areas, if you happen to be single and you're looking for someone who qualifies as a top-tier woman, Yvette may be the girl to free the Jews out. Now. No, no. Maybe. That's, that's, ah, that's false. No. No. Okay. Hey, I'll hey, be corrected. When, I see, when you see me at Forbes, let me know. <laughs> we talking future. We talking future. I, I'm a visionary, baby. I'm a visionary. Okay, all right, not a visionary. Well, I got I got something for you, Miss Visionary. It looks like we have someone who is listening to the broadcast live stream. They have a question. So, what happens if he doesn't make as much as you, and you lose your job? Would your view change with him not making enough? So, madam, you lose your job. You lose that six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure income, and you're only relying on his, which is less. Would your view change with him not making enough? Here we go. Okay, since I've been there, done that, but it takes, Mm -hmm. after you get over that hairy, scary part of the loss, it takes conversation. Mm -hmm. It takes dealing with that fear. It takes dealing with whatever anger you have together and staying in the ring, because it's going to be some, some shaky moments. You may have to adjust your budget, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? If you are if you are committed to making the relationship last, most of us have exited. You know, there are people who left, like, bye, deuces. You know what I'm saying? So get you be, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. But if you have the willingness to stay in and make it work, oh, you adjust your figures and adjust your money and make it, make it do what it do. Because I've seen it happen. So, yeah. Yeah, your viewpoint okay. will change somewhat, but it's just a matter of how that person is going to react. You know what I'm saying? Once that actually happens, especially when money is involved in your livelihood, you know? Your yeah, livelihood yeah. is at stake. Okay, and, and our listener, he came, he came up with some more points. He said, what about there's no more high-maintenance lifestyle and vacations? What about that high mortgage? 
Like, all of that plays in the part. So you're, let's say because, remember, you was making the money. You, you was the queen, queen of them. You was making that money. Now those vacations are cut short. Um, that high-end maintenance lifestyle you have is cut short. And okay, that we, mortgage and car note. Okay, can we say this? You have mm-hmm. to choose what's a necessity and what's a priority. Get it? You got to mm-hmm. think about that. And also, just because you may not have that mortgage or that car, don't mean it depends on. See, it depends on other people's idea of what they want for life. Do you want an optimal life, or do you want a minimalist life, or do you want this? It depends on your own individual standard and your couple mm-hmm. individual goals as far as what's the type of lifestyle that you want. Because you can always get back to where you are. You know, it don't have to be. Mm-hmm. It could be just a temporary pause on that. It don't say, oh, this happened and this is done forever. See, that's the reason why a lot of us end in divorce because we only see the initial blow. We don't stay unless after the smoke clears. Okay. Okay. We have to look beyond okay. that. You know what I'm saying? All right. And, and I hear that. You're saying, you're saying you have to look beyond that. But Yvette, okay, let me, I, need, I need to make it personal for you. So that happens to you. What would Yvette's response be? Would it be communicate first, see how we're going to work on it? Or would it be, oh, crap, this is a whole different ball game because we're not making the income because I'm no longer employed. I have to go find a, right. another job. Right, it's a game plan. That, you got to have a strategy. We're going to get a blueprint. You know, we okay. gotta have a blueprint. We gotta hustle. You said, "Here we go with your." I'm using your word now. This is a team. We gotta work as a team. <laughs> okay, baby. Okay. Because in my situation, now, that happened. Uh huh. In my situation, that happened where I and it wasn't like we was making a whole bunch of money. We were young, getting started out in our twenties. What happened with me? How I ended up being the stay-at-home mom was because. My son was born, and he had a uh, difficulty. You know, we, we needed more time for to nurture him because he's now he's Asperger's, but that was over 20-something-plus years ago. So I had to okay. stay home with him. He had to go out and put in the work. Okay. So it was okay. a lifestyle bet- change, you know. Uh-huh. No, no, you're good, so it was a lifestyle change for you. I, I don't mean to cut you off right there. I want us to go to a quick commercial break, but okay. keep that thought because I, I want you to pick back up on that um, as we break off the commercial, and we'll come back to She Said What to continue this conversation with Yvette in regards to lifestyles, women being breadwinners. Be back in a few. What's up? This one, Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What radio network. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome back to She Said What. This is your host, Alden Newman Jr. Of course, you just heard um, from Rod, who is a life coach. Um, he is an amazing man. I interacted with him on last week. He is definitely someone you would want to reach out to if you are looking to make that life-changing moment and be an impact in your life. Um, before we get started, of course, uh, we are talking about lifestyle, women being breadwinners, with my guest, Yvette. If you are listening online at He Said What Radio Network, which is at He Said What Network.com, you can type in your comments or questions. We'll read it across the air. If you are want to call in, dial 515-602-9647. Press the number one if you have a question or a comment that you would like to have for her. Now, before we cut the break, Yvette was actually, we were talking about what you would do if you if a woman lost her source of income and she was making the majority of the money and now she's relying on his income, is that something that she would deal with? How would she handle that? So, Yvette, I know you were talking lastly in regards to your um, particular experience with you being in a relationship and having a, a young child in, as well. So how did that um, go for you, or what was the dynamics for you when that happened? So, um, of course, the roles changed. Um, because I was the main one going out to work. He was the stay-at-home dad. And then when we added another child, of course, we had more expenses. So we weren't prepared at the time to deal with a child with, you know, disabilities is one, and then the price of daycare on top of that, because it's regular daycare, Mm -hmm. we didn't need. So it was a conversation that him and I had, this was my cousin, um, for me to stay home, take care of the children, and him go and seek employment. And all those things did happen at the time. Uh, we had difficult times. You know, we were just barely making it. There, repossession did happen because mm, okay. he wasn't making that much money and stuff. You know, so that did happen, and I didn't get unemployment when I lost my job. So yeah, we didn't have that income nor the benefit. So he had to get out there. But it was difficult for him to adjust roles because I had been in this position of making it do what it do, you know, as far Mm -hmm. as being the wife and making sure things got taken care of and having the benefits in the family. And it was also working within life insurance. So we didn't have our life insurance or any of that anymore once I left that Mm -hmm. that company. But he never, honestly, it was, it still took some type of financial as far as when we were together, me being the one to pay the bills, me doing that. So that mm-hmm. still had to be taken place with me doing that. But it was him working and him making the majority of the money at you know, when the roles were reversed. Um, but it was a lot of as far as yeah, it was a lot of shifts that went on. Mhm. Mhm. Now, now, in regards in regards to that, especially with your situation, Yvette, do you think? How do you think you would have felt if? Okay, I know you were saying he, for him it was an adjustment because that wasn't something he was used to. But do you feel like it could have been differently if, even though that was something that he wasn't used to, if he kind of, you know, how you had that switch where you're like, dang, I need to be on it right now. This they're dependent on me. Do you think it would have worked out differently if that switch? kind of flipped for him and he was like you know what I may need to get other streams of income to get us above water where we need to go do you think that would have probably changed things differently for you or do you feel like it still probably would have been like you know a semi-struggle and when I say semi-struggle like I understand uh uh-huh 
if there are some men that switch just goes off for them, and I mean it mm-hmm. goes off for them. They put in those hours. They work three, four jobs. You get what I'm saying? Some men that mm-hmm. switch never goes off for them. Like till this mm-hmm. day, and it's individual too. To this day, he doesn't want two, three, you know, two jobs. That was the reason why we didn't mm-hmm. stay together when we when his role was to be the primary breadwinner, because he wouldn't mm-hmm. get the the second job or whatever. You know, so it just depends on the individual, like you said, and I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I, I, I appreciate you being transparent about this because the interesting take before the, um, the break, you had mentioned communication. So with you guys' specific um, time frame, do you feel like when that happened, did you feel like you, you communicated what needed to be done? Do you feel like there was a drop in the ball with communication? Or do you feel like, like you said, he probably just didn't have that switch? Because some, some guys – you don't have to tell me. Like, if you reach out and say, hey, babe, I lost my job, me instantly, if you're making more than me, ah, crap. All right, so you know what? I might need to get another job so I can supplement the income that she had so we're above water until we can figure out what we're going to do. Well, here's the thing. Um, There's another issue, too. Uh, He was raised by a single mom. So Mm. I find that some men who don't really feel that struggle because mom did this and da 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 you know some of them don't go as hard because the the feminine was the head and so, and they mm. they some of them don't strive harder but you got some men that'll do task grab it they'll do DoorDash drive Uber and Lyft you know what I mean to make it mm-hmm. to make it work for their family because mm-hmm. they want to either get where they were used to or get comfortable. But yeah. Okay. I had to bring and, that part up too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're 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 good because honestly, that is a dynamic that I feel like we do forget. We do have a lot of single moms who are out there who had to be mom, dad, teacher, breadwinner, all of that. And that not everybody, but that can adversely affect how some people handle situations in relationships. Um, if they're if they're dealing with the fact that their their mom was the breadwinner in the house, so I, I I can understand that and see that perspective. Um, with that being said, then Yvette, do you think that if a man is not able to be a breadwinner, does that make him less desirable to women, or do you think it's case by case? Case by case, because guess what? <laughs> he got somebody right now he living with. <laughs> so mm-hmm, you can find mm-hmm. somebody. Somebody's going to take your ass, you get it? But it's case by case. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And some women are up for the job to be the breadwinner. You know what I mean? Um, and some women just don't want to do that. They, they, they've done that the first time. They don't want to do that again. It is case by case. I hate to say that, but it makes him less desirable if he's. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I don't attract that type of energy now. So <laughs> okay, okay. I've done a lot right, of inner work, inner work. So uh... and, and and props for inner work because a lot of people need to do that. So then, let's say for you, what since since you're doing this inner work, what kind of energy do you attract? specifically for you since you've been doing this inner work to avoid running into these other ones that well, you're not trying to deal with. So what energy do, does, what kind of energy attracts I'll, I'll throw a coin out there real or, talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll throw the last serious relationship I was in. 
uh, he was he was his mom and dad was married. However, he was of course making more. He was in his career. He's a supervisor. He didn't like my you know the fact that I am independent contractor. I am um, who I am <laughs> when I do my business. Mm-hmm. He didn't like mm-hmm. that because his mother was a nurse. She worked hard. So because I'm not out here sweating and, and you know, grinding and, and coming home, bunions in my back hurt type of work, he felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't working hard enough. So it could, like, go both ways. But his dad left the home at some point, see. So that's what my energy had kind of drug in, so to speak. So he, his fear was, oh, you're not going to run me dry or, oh, I, you know, and plus a lot of people will have you thinking that they want to be in a marriage or a partnership, but they really and truly are not, and that's the reason why they're single now. They want to play, but they don't want to settle down and date with a purpose because it's some other work okay. they're not doing energy-wise. But that's one of the, the other little, you know, that I have attracted. Um, but a positive mm-hmm. that you want to know the positive one? Yes, ma'am. Okay, let's see. Positive. Um, men who are getting reestablished in their forties after post-divorce, um, becoming homeowners, business owners, and um, who are who are willing and ready to commit. However, the reason why him and I may not match is because I've already had a family. He doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that type of thing. Okay. So that's the reason, okay. you know, okay. or something small. Okay. Yeah. No, I got you. I appreciate that take, Yvette. So, so I'm going to ask this question, though, uh, for our viewers. And once again, guys, you're listening to she, to she Said What. If you have a question or a comment, you can dial 515-602-9647 um, for our listeners and press the number one. If you are uh, listening via our he said what network.com. Scroll down to the comment section, um, drop your question or comment, and we'll read that off on the air for you. So I heard you say independent contractor. So for you, what line of business are you in? Because I, I do know whatever business we are in, that can kind of explain who we deal with as well and what energy mm-hmm. that we match and don't match with. Bosses. So what do I, you I normally, actually do? Yeah. I usually, well, I'm a, as an independent contractor, I, right now, uh, for Goddesses Holistic Products and Services, I make okay. waste beads and I give readings and uh, part of me can can mm-hmm. give you intimate and sensual advice as well as confidence advice. Um, and also under my other okay. brand, which is more erotic and uh, entertaining, uh, that is mm-hmm. modeling, acting, fetish, um, creative types of work that I've been doing almost, what, 14 years? So if okay. I'm doing straight work, as we call it, um, mm-hmm. I have done voiceovers for people, okay. independent contracting. Uh, what else? Oh, my personal shopping. And, you know, I'm, I'm a jackers of all trade when it comes to certain things. But mostly independent okay. work I've been doing since my son. Yeah, since my son has been born, and it's it's working for the most part. And I'm I'm an entrepreneur, so I attract bosses. So when I don't attract the boss, usually um, it doesn't work, and we don't understand each other. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And and where do you think? So yeah, I usually attract bosses. Okay. Okay. So 
what what do you think so you said those who aren't bosses like it doesn't work out what do you think caused it not to work out do you think it's because of the monetary difference do you think it's just the compatibility difference because you still or living with you your baby mama so- <laughs> <laughs> I just, i'm sorry oh my big girl voice came out oh that was my big girl voice Oh, Bree, I'm sorry to hurt your ears in engineering, but because you're still living with your baby mom. But go ahead, I'm sorry, Miss. I'm I'm sorry, no, Alan. I'm sorry, baby. No, you are good. <sighs> I want you to be. I want you to be honest. I want you to be blunt about about the topic. So, does it matter though if he's a provider? So, if he's not a boss, but he he can provide in everything that you're requiring, will it matter that he's not actually a boss? So let's say I'm not let's say I'm not your prototypical dude that you I call um, that a work for me, but I get it. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. He's so, a worker bee. Okay, he's a worker bee. But let's say this worker bee, like you said, because they live with his mama, his baby mama. If he's a worker bee, does it matter though if just because he's staying with his baby mama, he is a provider? Like he still covers everything. Does that matter or is it due to the fact that he is with He's living in the same space with his baby mama. If he's providing, cool. Mm-hmm. But if he's there because he has not accumulated enough wealth to live on his own as an independent person, then, mm, you know. No, because, though? Mm, ah, it don't work don't, too don't. well because, yeah, it don't work ah, too ah, well because. Not, yes. Yes or no, yeah. ma'am. Don't don't you don't you try no, to around No, I'm gonna have to pass on that one. Look, smash or pass, pass. Okay, okay. And then I like your analogy. So you said worker bee. So what do you mean as a worker bee? Because I could be a worker bee, but I could be laying it down in all areas, financially. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Shoot. So what, um, so what 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 do you classify as a worker bee then? Because I know you said you deal with those who are more like boss level people. So I mean, even a worker bee can eventually turn into a boss if he has the ambition to do it. Yeah, if he has a boss. See, there's worker bees meaning that you're working a traditional job. You're working for someone else. You don't desire to be a boss, okay? Mm-hmm. But you got to know what type of energy of a masculine that you're dealing with. You get what I mean? You, you say for mm-hmm. if I had a okay, 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 fine example. My driver today, mm, but he was the tenderoni. Mm-hmm. He had a bad divorce, whatever, and he's an independent contractor. Uh, let's just say I met him in a in, in, in a T Mobile store or something and he was just a worker or something, whatever the case mm-hmm. And he seemed like he was somebody that we, we just connected with, so we had that energetic connection and he wanted to date or holler at me. I not necessarily. We started dating and whatnot, and and what, and the vibe is right. I, I wouldn't pass him up. I would give him a chance. He is a worker, bit, but he has the, um, the determination and he's motivated. You know what I mean? Like if he come in here talking about baby, this is gonna be my store. I'm gonna have my own store. You know what I mean? If he has that mm-hmm. boss language, and even when we go out, guess whose card? You know. He's he's swiping, or he is he's looking for future things, and he's talking about the future. He's talking about the here and now. I don't know about that. And he's very determined. Okay, okay he's determined. So then, let me flip this on your head. 
since you say he's very determined. So he's saying the he so you're saying he's doing the work but or he's talking the talk. Let's be let's be honest. A lot of us yeah. in the black community run run into people who can talk the talk all day and never produce it. So how long are you going to sit there and listen to him talk the talk before you see results? No, you can't you can't listen he, there too long. Oh, exactly. So how long for you? Because he may sit there and talk circles around you, and then next thing you know, two, three, two, three, four years down the road, you talking about wait a minute, how did I get here? Mm-mm. Hell no. No, because I mean, I say eight eight months to a year. You you should be at your max. You know, because the illusion can only that mask you can only wear that for so long between the both of us. You feel me? You're gonna really mm-hmm. see how really and truly T I is. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. So I wouldn't okay. waste no years or whatever. And you, ooh. look at acrimony. Okay. You know, you know what? You know what? You're saying you're not wasting those 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 years because we're about to wrap up. But I'm going to hit you with this then. Let's say this. I'm dropping, and my listeners are going to laugh. I'm dropping a one dick. I'm spinning your wig around. So I'm talking to talk. I'm giving you the dick you're asking for. I'm not the boss you're saying you want because I'm a little worker bee, but I keep saying that. What is going to be your next step? How long are you going to let that last? And I'll let you answer that because I actually do have a, a guest on the line who, who's going to jump in with the question. Yeah, if you're happy in the relationship. and my, If I'm happy in a relationship, I'm not going to pay attention to your occupational status. You feel me? If I'm happy in a relationship, I mean, because guess what? When mama's happy, everybody's happy. <laughs> you know, when okay, I'm not happy, okay. then I'm going to be paying attention to some other things. Okay. All right. Case in point. Um, and actually, we have a guest on the line. RG, I hear you're on the line and you have a question for Yvette. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I have had the emotional roller coaster of an hour with you guys. We went from Back to the Future to Boss Dick, and I don't know where I'm going with it. But it's really interesting. Really interesting. But no, what I will say is that um, I don't understand how we get to a point where everyone can be cool if we've always defined ourselves by money because mm-hmm. we're still going back to the same thing. And what I'm hearing, and not not just from Miss Yvette, because she's been a great guest, and I appreciate her input, but one thing I have been hearing also is we're still trying to find ourselves by the money we make, and we're getting away from the partnerships. Yeah, of course you want somebody that's going to help you take care of things, but the game is flipped. Everybody's got to, it's all hands on deck, especially nowadays, especially with all the uncertainty. So we got to keep in mind that, you know, we got to be flexible, like she said earlier. And that boss thing, I don't know. But, you know, everything else is great. Because <laughs> I don't know what I need to work in T-Mobile or, like, you know, work for Exxon. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place with this conversation. But it's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it leads and, and you to – what? what was the – okay, I'm sorry. No, no, what I was going to say, it, it, I was going to touch on this before RG called with his question. I actually know somebody who works for T-Mobile. And she actually makes she averages about twenty three hundred every two weeks. 
Okay. So if I if I'm a dude working at T-Mobile and I'm making the minimum I'm making is twenty three hundred every two weeks because of how I'm hustling. I mean, you add that up and I'm financially wise with my money. That can put me in a certain bracket eventually, especially if I'm perfecting my craft and I become better. Yeah, are you know right now? You right. You're in certain positions to you know to to go up the ladder. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. speaking because I'm a mom of a black son, and he's starting out at the bottom. And I'm pretty sure there are women right now making more than him because he's starting out. And I have to look at it, and fellas, I'm saying this because of my own personal experience and the fact that I'm grooming him to be a provider. But if he has to start out, you know, at the bottom, working his way up, um, so so let it be. But he's also going to be in alignment with the feminine totally, you know, not having that ego thing around and and being open to certain conversations and having those agreements. So that that's important too. That's where the the sole purpose I would groom in him as a, as a single, you know, mom or a mom who look. Mm-hmm. I'm a wife without a husband. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. No, no. I, I got to make you. sure they the the, the the spiritual connection, the conversations happen. Okay. Okay. Um, R G. I, I don't know if R G. had hung up. I I definitely appreciate okay. you calling in. You're still here. Okay. Okay. D- did you have anything you want to? You wanted to add into that with her response towards you? No, no, no. That's that's pretty good. I, I'm glad she defined it because I wasn't sure where we were going here for a minute. So I'm glad she was able to clarify where she was going because it is important to teach the youth to be independent, and everybody's got to start from somewhere. So yeah, right on. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, everybody, and I'm saying that because you got to think about it. I was tempting. Um, you know, when I, in high school, and he and I both were tempting, and you do have to start. Nobody instantly wakes up there a boss or whatever. I'm not saying that was never what I was saying. I'm saying now mm-hmm. that I am, you know, I am live at 45 here, and I've been married before. I'm coming from that angle and from the women who are older than me and with my mother. Um, and it just because also, too, I had to, we didn't even talk about this, Um and mm-hmm. I'm not going to – it was my mother in, in the situation, her getting married later in life, number two, and being her husband who got married for the first time over in his 40s. Let me tell you about this. He did make more than my mother, but my mother had more credit than he did. You see that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, okay. So that also is something, too, because he had children. You know, he was out there in them streets now, okay. he had My mother had only two, but, you know, he was out there in them streets. Okay, man, I love my 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 bonus dad, but I'm just saying that. Um, so my mom, she had more money coming in, but his salary was more, and he had more years on the job. But uh, the only reason why it wouldn't have, say for instance, lasted between the two of them is because the conversations that needs to be had as a blended family. That's a, I will throw that out there for your viewers or anybody else, you know, who may get in that situation because that does happen. Where he does make more, okay. but he's paying child support and he's paying alimony. Okay, yeah, and, and that's the dynamic you do. Um, RG, once again, um, I definitely appreciate you coming on here. I appreciate the support. Um, I, I, I get, I, I always, always, always. Um, I, I get what you're saying in that in that regard, Yvette. Um, with that, I, I feel like from most of the conversation we got today. It has to be communication. You also have to make sure if you are um, 
on the same wavelength. If, if they're bosses, if they're not bosses, if they're entrepreneurs, if they're not entrepreneurs, I think at the end of the day, you need to be able to date where you're comfortable because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of dynamics that, that can mess, mess that up. Um, with that being said, however, um, guys, before I let you guys go, I'm going to give Yvette a chance to let you know about the current Yvette endeavors and future endeavors she has and also how you can follow her on social media. Um, so, Yvette, please, um, you have the floor to let us know about your endeavors and your social media that we can follow you. All right. Thank you so much for the invite. I appreciate it. And hopefully I haven't gave some of the viewers, our listeners, I'm used to saying viewers, some insight. I am also known as Miss Atlanta, and that is MissAtlanticDream.com. You can find me on your Instagram, MS period, Dream. I am also on Facebook. I have a Twitter, and it's definitely not safe for work, ATO underscore thick dream you can find me on my youtube atl all one word um i do my four goddesses holistic products and services that is one of my new businesses which where i make sensuality infused waist speed strands that are tied on and 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 look my my yummy 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 energy is eat in each one of those strands if you would like to do business with me there uh feel free to email me at info the number four Holistic for goddesses holistic products and services dot org, or if you would like to uh, talk to me, is it okay for my email? Thickdreamproductions at gmail dot com. Reach me for booking opportunities, voiceovers, um, any type of consultations. I do that. I am also on Peak Social, not safe for work. MS Atlanta Thick Dream. I'm there, but that this is this is a, a tipping type of uh, platform that I do for blogging as well because I do read out loud to my uh, viewers and over what 90% of my demographic are older men so yeah okay. nice 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 well thank you Yvette it was a pleasure having you on the show can we give a round of applause for Yvette for being with us today on She Said What as we talked about lifestyles women being breadwinners as your host you know my name is Alden Newman Jr. you can find me on Instagram Facebook or Twitter. Um, on Instagram, it's Newman underscore hot takes, Newman underscore junior underscore 2.0, and Newman's hot takes on, um, on TikTok. I'm um, TikTok. Yeah, on TikTok and on Twitter. Um, before I let you go, I want to remind you to join us next week. Um, same time, same channel for She Said What. Our topic is um, for next week is lifestyle. Is sex a big factor with my guest, my guest Dana Humphrey? Also, I want to remind everybody to tune in this Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Fetish Finesse with with Nessa here on the He Said What Radio Network. Also, I want to remind you that you can tune in on Sunday as we have – oh, I apologize, guys. I literally just lost my train of thought. Um, On Sunday – we will be having Let's Connect with P's Intuition starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, it follows up on Monday with Simply Simply Sports with RG, One Mike, and Simply Bree at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Before I let you go, please make sure you subscribe on HeSaidWhatNetwork.com so you'll be able to receive all the new updates and exciting news that we have 
for our radio broadcast. Everyone have a wonderful Wednesday. Be great. Be confident, consistent, and committed in all that you do, and have a lovely, lovely, lovely Wednesday night.